0: We're on the eve of the second Ashes Test. We have live ball-by-ball commentary right throughout New Zealand and Australia here on the SENZ Network. And joining us now, a man who's up to his eyeballs in it. He's a cricket writer for The Guardian in the UK, Simon Burton. Thanks for jumping on late at night uh, for us down here. We're incredibly excited. Uh, The landscape of Lords will shape very differently to the first test. Who do you think it favours, Simon? Well, looking at the pitch from a distance, there's quite a lot of grass on it a day out,
1: quite green. Uh, England are going with a four-man theme attack. Um, And uh, who who does it favour? I mean, it's really hard to say, but they're two very skilled teams. Uh, But I think England are slight
0: favourites. Josh Tung, pace bowler. He's been added to the England side. Tell us a bit about him.
1: So he's 25 years old, um, and I guess the interesting thing about him is he, he suffered for a long time with a trapped nerve in his shoulder that brought him to the brink of a premature retirement until he came back last June, uh, but until there was a kind of breakthrough, he was given a cortisone injection and alleviated everything. Uh, he was seriously considering uh, retiring from the game in his early 20s, and his come back from that like he was he was quite hyped when he first break in, broke broken up into the uh, county circuit uh, then injury kind of pushed him away for a few years and um over the last year he's come back he made his debut earlier in the month against Ireland and he looked pretty good he got no wickets in the first innings but uh, but bowled where well, I thought in the second innings his luck came good and he got five so he's really on the honors board at lords and uh uh, he shows some promise. He bowls reasonably quickly. He sustains paces between 85 and 90 miles an hour. Uh, seems kind of quite versatile. Mm. Um, and importantly for England, given the way that most of their bowlers keep falling apart, he seems to be able to kind of put in a real shift.
0: Now, Lords, looking at the England team, Simon, um, their batters want flat pitches so they can play their baseball, but their bowlers want assistance from the pitch. Where on the barometer mm. do you think the conditions, who's going to enjoy Lords more? From the England team, will it be the batters or bowlers?
1: So looking at the pitch and the weather forecast, it looks like there's going to be assistance uh, like from the pitch and in the air for seen bowlers. Uh, so... It has a, there are alarm bells going as far as the, the batting is concerned. Um, I kind of expect whoever wins the toss will have a bowl and it has, I don't know, the slightly dangerous, calamitous early collapse potential. Um, so we'll see how it pans out, but certainly looking at the wicket today, if I were a seam ball, I'd be
0: licking my lips. <laughs> I want to ask you about Joe Root. Um, he was captain for 64 test matches. He's now no longer captain. Without the captaincy armband, is it agreeing with him? Does he look a little, a little bit lighter and a little bit freer without the burden of captaincy? Yeah,
1: he's one of those players that seems to have been generally transformed under the captain of Ben Stokes and, and Brendan McCullough's coaching um his average has gone up quite a lot to getting on for 60 uh since they took over and his uh, strike rates up and he generally seems a much happier human being um i think that the last few months of his captaincy particularly the, the last Ashes series in australia were pretty miserable for everyone involved uh, and he had enough uh, and uh, yeah it, it's a weight off his shoulders, like almost literally. He is a happier and better player and person.
0: Yeah, you get the feeling he's just been left to bat. And um, I read an article a wee while ago saying that he felt um, when he was captain, when he went out to bat, he could just be in his own little space and it was a bit of a relief. Mm. Um, We remember here in New Zealand him making a century against us at Lord's Last year, um, he likes Lords as a batter, even though it's a a bowler-friendly environment. Is that because he likes to roll his sleeves up and really take on a challenge?
1: Uh,
0: well, I, I guess he does. I and
1: mean, fundamentally, he's a phenomenal ball, uh, batter. He's a, a really great technical bat, batsman. Uh, so he does thrive in situations where less technically adept players don't. Um, you know, why he is particularly successful at Laws, it's hard to explain, uh, except just by, you know, by saying he is a, he's a, a wonderful player. And the, the, I guess the one question mark is, like, since Stokes took over, uh, Joe has become much more attacking. He's weeding out this reverse ramp, which you don't often see in test cricket. Uh, and, but he sees as a low risk option, and I mean, for most humans, it, a shot like that would be simply unachievable. But uh, for someone on on roots level, it's uh, a low risk option. But he, I know, he was stumped for the first time in, the, in his test career last week at Edgbaston, uh, dancing down the wicket and missing one from Nathan Lyon, uh, and. The, the question is whether he may be tempted sometimes to go more attacking than is necessary. Mm,
0: Johnny Besto, I want to ask you about um, a wonderful, aggressive batter when he's on song. Um, is, is his selection safe in the, in the medium, short term? He, he dropped Usman Khawaja on the fourth day, which turned out to be quite a crucial drop. Um, is he safe? I think that his
1: batting last year uh, made his return inevitable and the only way they could really squeeze him in given that in the meantime, Harry Brook had emerged as, as another undroppable batter uh, was by giving him the gloves and that, uh, he has put a lot of work into his, his wicket keeping over the years and sees it as a strength and, uh, but last week there were mistakes and the fact is that he's coming off a long break from the game, a serious injury. Uh, and maybe he's a little bit heavy. Uh, he's not, you know, at peak fitness at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and certainly, compare if you compare the wicketkeepers of the two teams last week. It was one of the areas where Australia had a clear advantage. Uh, is his position in the team safe? I think as long as he is batting well. Uh, you've got to say it is, you know, he's like the epitome of the so-called basketball style, Uh, Produced some incredible innings last summer. And, uh, England's, certainly the team we've picked for this week need that strength at, at number seven. I think that if you were to, uh, swap him for a better, better wicketkeeper, but a lesser bat, uh, you would probably regret that decision as well. Mm. You know, the, If he puts catches down, uh, it looks like a, a foolhardy approach and uh, an over-aggressive approach to have the, this you know, high-class, high-quality, uh, far-scoring batter who's not optimal uh, behind the stumps. But uh, the question is what you regret most. And perhaps there you that think that, if, that on a in a bad game, he might put down a catch or two, but probably score fifty, sixty, seventy he runs more than a, a, another another wicketkeeper might. Yeah. So overall, overall they win.
0: Um, Mo and Ali, I love the story about Mo and Ali getting the text message from Ben Stokes with just Ash's question mark and the reply "lol." <laughs> And then he's come back into the team. Question over his fitness. Do you believe he will play, or do you believe he will be fit? And if fit, will he be selected, given that they look like they're going to look at a pace attack?
1: Well, we've announced our team today and he's not in it. So he's definitely not playing okay. this week. Um, so he was saying yesterday that he his finger was, was good uh, and he definitely bowled in practice. But given that it was only a matter of days since he basically couldn't bowl at all because of the pain uh, he was having, I thought it would be uh, it would be an optimistic pick to put him in the team this week. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him back next week.
0: Now, Aussie haven't, incredibly, I didn't know this until I read it, Aussie haven't won the Ashes in England for 22 years. Um, mm. That that is a, that's an incredible stat, and the other incredible stat out of Australia is Nathan Lyon's playing his hundredth consecutive Test match. Um, doesn't seem to matter what uh, conditions Nathan Lyon is dished up; they just pick him every single time. What do what the English cricket fans, media, players make of Nathan Lyon? Uh, well, I think that he is. <sighs>
1: I think that in the past he has said a few uh, controversial things about England in the media or about their players in the media uh, and that that has made him someone the crowd picks on sometimes. They certainly did at uh, Edgbaston last week. But I actually think he's uh, he's particularly popular. Mm. He's one of those players. I think that a lot of English fans like his uh, I mean, respects as a player, obviously, but quite like his attitude, he's not. Uh, He's got some spark to him about, and and I don't know him at all as a person, but he seems to have a bit of a spark about his personality, but also not to take himself too seriously. Uh, And, yeah, he got a lot of stick last week. He was being, um, I don't know how you feel about swear words on your show, but he uh, he was being compared unfavorably to Moeen Alley for a lot of last week's tests in Birmingham, Moeen's a local lad there. Mm. Um, and he took that with good humour. He was often stuck fielding in front of the noisy section of the fans. And um, I, I think he handled it really well and, and generally handled himself really well. And of course, we would, uh, England would absolutely love to be able to select him in their team. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 100 consecutive test matches, uh, he's the first bowler to achieve that uh, it's a, a an incredible feat and he, he wasn't that respected when he first came into the australian team was dropped a few times anyway uh, i think we uh, i think most english cricket fans envy australia's ability to have him and quite like him as a character
0: Talking to Simon Burton, cricket writer for the Guardian, how important is this Test match? Like I've, I've read, Glenn McGrath has said, if Australia win this Test match, it's game set and match for the Ashes. I think mm. us, us neutrals, we would desperately love England to tie it up one all and just completely spark up an incredibly white hot Ashes as it is already. England will know that and it'll be interesting to see the tactics they take into this game. Simon, do, do you see them changing, modifying, maybe being a little bit more conservative? Not conservative, but just a touch more?
1: I've just—I so been stoked about this today. One nil down in the series, two nils nils—a pretty ugly scoreline to be nursing. If, as the game progresses, it looks like a, an England win is the least likely outcome, would he play for a draw when he tries to kill the game. And he said, under no circumstances, no way. And it it would be interesting to see that tested. You you talk about it being 22 years since Australia last won the Ashes here. And I think uh, English cricket fans came into this summer more optimistic about their team than they have been for a long time. And it would be ironic the kind of savage irony that, that sport throws up if This for the summer when when Australia do win here, Uh, I do think that they were that Australia were quite lucky to win the first game. I think that that generally England made that game what it was. Uh, They took the risks and pushed, and Australia took the opportunity that that those tactics handed to them in the end. Uh, But Pat Cummins today talks about. It being a real boost, they managed to win that game despite not playing particularly well. Some of their key players not playing particularly well, and uh, Smith and Labuschagne didn't really contribute. Uh, but England—it felt like England made a lot of mistakes during the game. There were a lot of nobles, bold chances dropped, um, and some poor shots taken, some like wickets given away, and that you know if both teams had played to an average level. England would probably have won reasonably comfortably, mm. so we'll see what happens this week. you know, uh, but two no is definitely not a scoreline that England want to be having to deal with after two matches.
0: The Theatre of Lords awaits both these. T- I just cannot think of a better stage. I've never been to Lords; it's one of my bucket list items. Simon, um, the atmosphere in there, the the history. The, the long room mm. all, all of those things around Lords you couldn't ask for a better venue for this very crucial test
1: oh, I have to say I'm a bit a bit less keen on Lords I think it's a kind of strange place it's like a, uh, it's got the history of course but it is like a a very a bubble of white privilege and that, this is something that uh, English cricket is dealing with at the moment, anyway. Uh, but there's a lot of like when you walk round. If you walk round the outfield at the end of a day's play at Lords, there's lots of champagne corks that have been yeah. popped in the stands. The day's gone on doesn't really happen uh, in other cricket grounds around the country. You know, people drink more. Uh, I don't know more standard everyday beverages than, yeah. than champagne. Uh, Lords is just a slightly odd slightly uncomfortable bubble unless you're, you're from that world and certainly in you know, Edgbaston where we, where we were last week in Birmingham the fans are a lot noisier uh, and it feels more, and to me it feels like a better reflection of the society we live in than does.
0: That's beautifully painted, Simon. That's why you're a good writer, I'm imagining that. You've painted a beautiful picture for me. Hey, I, I, I won't hold you up anymore. We really appreciate a New Zealand down here, you joining us um, out of the UK. Uh, we can't wait to bring the commentary, as I say, to all of Australia and New Zealand on our network. Thanks heaps for joining us, Simon. Really enjoyed the chat.
1: No problem at all. Thank you.